Welcome to the SWBCrawler.com Crawlcast. Hey guys, I'm back with a couple more segments that I had submitted to the Jeep Talk Show. This is really the closing for the uh, the Axle series that I had done for them. Uh, just like last time, I'm going to throw a couple of the segments together to save you some time. Uh, so tonight it's going to be the Ford 8.8, the Dana 60, the GM 14 Bolt, and then some uh, basically some closing um, ideas that I had about you know, axles, you know, why you would choose what axle and whatnot. So here you go. Without further ado, here are some axles. Uh, This week I'm covering the Ford 8.8. So the strengths of the 8.8 is that it's beefier still than the Dana 44. Uh, It's got a larger housing and a larger ring gear. Um, It's got a couple of weaknesses, though. The larger housing brings slightly less ground clearance, of course, because the housing's bigger, so you have... uh, less clearance beneath the axle. Uh, the axle isn't exactly the same width as your standard Jeep Wrangler axles. Uh, from what I'm reading, it's between like an inch or maybe a little less than an inch narrower. So you could probably make that up with some wheel spacers or maybe you just ride with it. Uh, and the factory differential cover, uh, I've heard a comparison that it's made out of tin foil. So you'd probably want to upgrade that to something a little beefier, which is probably something you were going to do anyway. Uh, it weighs about 200 pounds. Uh, the aftermarket support is decent. This thing has a history in, I mean, the Mustang, the the Ford F-150, the the uh, Ford Explorers, and a number of things. Uh, so people are drag racing on these on these axles. So there's, you know, decent support for them. Uh, they came in, as I was saying, uh, Ford Explorers, Ford Rangers, Ford Mustangs, Ford F-150s, or there may be other applications. From what I'm reading, the 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 donor that you're going to be looking for if you're going to swap these into a Wrangler or even a Cherokee would be a Ford Explorer. And you want to look for something with disc brakes because they did come with a drum version. And, uh, you know, the, of course, the proper gearing, which I believe the Explorer is the only... Uh, the only model that'll come with disc brakes and the four tens that you're looking for, or that you might be looking for anyway. Uh, axle, axle splines. I'm reading between like 28 and 31. I think the Explorer has a 31 spline axle shaft. Is this axle worth upgrading? I mean, considering that it never came with your Wrangler, uh, it'd be something you'd be upgrading to. So obviously, it's a desirable axle. Otherwise, people wouldn't be swapping these things in. Uh, the aftermarket support is adequate. The the base model is already pretty strong. So yeah, absolutely. This is something that if you've got one, you're going to want to use it unless it doesn't suit your needs anymore. Uh, as far as tire size, um, from what I can tell, this is similar to what you might judge for the Dana 44, which I said I believe was from 35s to 37s. So I'm going to stick with the same size for the Ford 8.8. All right, that's it for the 8.8. Hope you guys found this informative. Tonight, I'm going to talk about one of those coveted axles, the Dana 60. So you'll never, you're never going to find a Dana 60 under a uh, production Jeep so you're either going to have to go out and buy one, or you're going to have to find one in a junkyard somewhere. Or, you know, maybe you've got an old pickup truck sitting in your backyard, rusting away. It's got one sitting underneath it. But uh, these things will handle just about any abuse you can throw at them. So their strengths. These are a one-ton axle, so that means you're going to have a hard time uh, putting enough power out of your Jeep unless you've swapped in something huge to... Uh, 
to, to, to break a shaft in one of these things. Uh, they're very beefy. They're, they're built to take abuse. These things are built for full-size pickups. They're built for full-size vans, you know, that are pulling, you know, huge amounts of, uh, of weight. There's a full float or a semi-float available, so you may want to look for a full float axle if you're, if you're chopping through junkyards. Weaknesses. So this is a full-width axle. Unfortunately, in the junkyard, you're just not going to find a Dana 60 that'll bolt right underneath your Jeep without any other modifications. Uh, I mean, obviously, spring purchase and whatnot with any axle, but uh, you're either going to have to shorten this axle or you're going to have to deal with it as a full-width axle. That or you can go aftermarket and get a, a pre-built Dana 60 that's already the proper width from your for your Jeep. These things are really heavy. Uh, they're, from what I'm reading... They're anywhere from 400 to 500 pounds, depending on how they're built, whether they're, you know, a steering axle or not. Support. Uh, they're pretty popular axles. I'm going to say that aftermarket support for these things is pretty vast. So you're really not going to have to worry about, you know, can I find the proper gear ratio for this thing? Or am I going to be able to find the sort of axle that I want? There's a lot of aftermarket off-road specific support. Splines is going to depend on the application that you pulled the Dana 60 out of. Uh, I'm reading they go up to like 35 splines on the shafts. They came in several one-ton pickups, uh, Chevy vans, um, Dodge vans, I mean Dodge pickups I should say. Uh, they're, they're really all over the place and I don't have enough time to go into every place you're going to find these things in the junkyard. What you're going to have to look into is what vehicles came with a Dana 60 spec in the way that's closest to what you're going to want for your Jeep. You know, full float versus semi-float, uh, disc brakes versus drum, gear ratios, whatnot. It's really going to vary depending on what you're building. Are these things worth upgrading? I mean, just like any other axle that you're swapping under your Jeep, of course they are. Otherwise, you wouldn't be swapping them in. And for max tire size, I'm just going to go ahead and say 44-inch tires because these things are so beefy and with a small amount of work, you know, stronger shafts, maybe some bracing and whatnot, they're just they're going to hold up to just about anything that your Jeep can dish out. All right, I hope you've, en you've enjoyed this segment, some information about a pretty beefy axle, the Dana 60. Tonight, I'm going to talk about the GM-14 Bolt. So, uh, the GM-14 Bolt is a really common axle. In fact, from what I'm reading and in some of the research that I've been doing for this particular segment, I found that it was actually designed for the military, if I'm reading things correctly, by GM. I don't know if that means it was in the Humvee or... You know, if it was under some other GM uh, military application. But it's a pretty common axle. So here's some of the strengths. Uh, it's a one-ton axle. Uh, full floats are pretty common. Uh, the weight of the vehicle is actually supported by the spindle for the full float uh, shafts. So that means that, from what I'm reading anyway, and from what I've heard from some other people, again, I've never owned a 14-bolt, uh, uh, so this is all based on research I've done. But... The spindle will actually support the entire weight of the vehicle, so you can remove the axle shaft without even taking the vehicle off the ground, which is pretty cool, uh, especially in, in the event of an axle shaft failure. Um, the axle shaft, like I said, is field removable, and this axle is reportedly to be a pretty inexpensive and beefy axle. Uh, some of the weaknesses, it's a really big housing. 
I've read some reports that say you can't run less than like a 37 or 40 inch tire. Otherwise, you're just going to be dragging the housing all over whatever you're, you know, you're, you're going to have such low clearance that it's, it's just not going to work all that well. So uh, with this axle, you are going to sacrifice ground clearance. Uh, again, just like the Dana 60, you're not going to find this thing in a Jeep width size. It's going to be full width. Uh, so it'll either need to be cut down or modified or uh, just run it as a full width axle. So as far as that large housing is concerned, a lot of guys actually shave the housing uh, on the on the bottom part of the differential. They say that it's so thick that you could shave it down and actually, uh, I mean, sure, you're going to lose some strength, but it's minimal because it's already pretty strong to begin with. Uh, they say that these things weigh around 400 pounds. Um, support, it's a really popular axle. They say you can find it all over the junkyards, which is what... Uh, what supports the the um, inexpensive claim that I've read a few places. Uh, the axle shafts are 30 spline, uh, which is actually smaller than the Dana 60, which I was surprised to read, but I saw that in several places. I don't know if the full float makes it uh, more desirable, or maybe it means that the axle shaft doesn't need to carry as much weight. Uh, the shafts are also easy removable, as I mentioned, so they're easy to replace. Uh, the shafts are pretty cheap as well, because it's just the shaft. There's no flange, there's no... Um, uh, wheel studs to have to worry about, things like that. It came in several uh, GM vehicles, you know, pickups, vans, and like I said, probably some military service vehicles, though I don't have any specifics on those. Is it worth upgrading? Of course. I mean, it's a 14-bolt. Uh, these things, from what I'm reading, are just really desirable axles. Uh, and max tire size, I'm going to say that because of the overall strength of this housing and the fact that you need the clearance, I'm going to say up to a 44-inch tire. Uh, I thought I'd just close up the ag the axle series that, uh, that I've been going over for the past several weeks um, with just some general summaries and a little bit of, you know, opinions to sort of tie everything together. So... If you missed any of the episodes, um, I'm going to tell you right now, I covered the Dana 30, the 35, specifically the 35C because it comes in the Jeeps, uh, the Dana 44, the Dana 44A, which is the aluminum Dana 44, the Dana 60, the Ford 8.8, .8, and the GM 14 Bolt. Now, obviously, there's lots of axles that I probably could have covered that I didn't. Uh, if you want to hear about any other specific axles, I'd be happy to put in some research and throw together maybe some, some follow-up series. So just uh, hit me up and let me know what you'd like to hear, and I'll, I'll see if I can throw some together. Um, what I wanted to cover in this episode was basically what does all this stuff mean? I gave you a whole bunch of info about various axles and their weights and their strengths and weaknesses and what they came in and whatnot, and the, the whole idea here was to give you guys some idea as to what you might want to put under your Jeep. And it's all going to come down to what you want to do and how crazy you're going to wheel. So I'm going to say that if you're going to be out doing fire roads and running 31-inch tires, uh, you know, a 14-bolt and a 60 are going to be just way overkill for you. And in fact, you're going to regret the amount of time and the amount of work you had to put into putting them in there. And you're going to lose ground clearance with those big with those big housings. Uh, you know, for something like that, a, a, a Dana 44 in the rear and a Dana 30 in the front is plenty. So as I said, it's going to come down to what you want to do. Uh, so here's some very general guidelines, and don't take this stuff as, as gospel. If you're going to be doing mild trails, if you're going to be running less than, say, a 33, 
maybe a 31-inch tire, you probably don't even need to put a ton into replacing your axles. You know, you don't spend the time digging through uh, boneyards trying to find just the, the perfect axle combination. Get out there and wheel it. And when you start breaking things, then look into upgrading. If your intention is to run, say, 37-inch tires, then you probably want to get yourself at least onto some Dana 44s. If you're going to go anything less than a 37, 44s are still a good a good option. If you go to the Dana 60 and 14 bolt route, you're going to have to go with larger tires in order to clear those housings. Otherwise, they're just going to be dragging on everything on the trail and you're going to regret it. Uh, if your plan is to run 40s, which from what I hear is getting more and more common, then you're going to want to go straight to those one-ton axles and figure out whether you want to narrow them and run them at Jeep width or whether you're just going to run them at full width and, and deal with that in the way that it is. Um, also, the housing sizes, you may want to consider things like shaving the, uh, the, the, the bottom of the differential to get yourself a little bit more clearance, especially on something like the 14 bolt. All right, so I don't want to bore you guys too much with... Uh, any more axle talks so if you want to hear more let me know and i'll see what i can come up with look me up on the jeep talk forums and again thanks for listening and i hope you've enjoyed the series